Welcome to Drunk Discussions Podcast, where we're not tipsy on the good stuff, but we're also melting over our love of cheese. I'm your host, Connery, and joined with Paul. I'm ready to bree-een you onto a unbelievable episode. Join us as we uncork some bottles, cut some cheese, and dive into the tipsy tales that have you saying, you've got to be bree-kidding me. Fucking I fucking hate you. <laughs> From the cheesiest jokes to the most monstrous stories, we've got it all on Drunk Discussions Podcast. So grab a drink, a slice of your favorite cheese, and let's get ready to great to have a great time. Because, friends, it's Nacho Average Podcast. This is Drunk Discussions. And, guys, <laughs> if you don't know what terrible. we're talking about, we're fucking talking about cheese right now. <laughs> we're talking cheese today. Getting on that cheese life. We're talking about missionary. We're talking about missionary. I, th- I thought you were just starting labeling cheeses off. Uh, oh. You better believe it. But today I'm going to be drinking on this beautiful oh. Knob Creek 12 for today. Uh, what are you drinking on today, Connor? Whitey Claws. Whitey Claws. Actually, and Paul, what's your thoughts about cheese? Do you like cheese? Almost all types of I, cheese? I mean, I love all dairy. Dairy is absolutely incredible. What do you mean? So do I. But I like me all the time. That's a different story. That's where I'm at right now. I'm drinking on a Whitey Claws. Uh, let's have a little cheers. Skull. Mm. It's quite nice. It's quite nice. Uh, how was your week? It was not bad. Um, happy holiday week for everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, but today we had something interesting happen, Connor. Do you want to talk about what happened in the, the Discord server real quickly today? Oh, yes. Uh, for those that don't know, we went ahead and had a uh, live Q&A in our Discord server. So this is a huge um, shout out to Paul. Paul lined it up. So we actually had a very important guest. So uh, if you are a huge anime lover, uh, specifically My Hero Academia, which um, I didn't realize this is a massive fucking anime. I did not realize that until I started researching more about it. Uh, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia, we had the director, uh, Mashiro Mukai, I believe. Yes. I said that right? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, he is now officially part of the Discord server. Him and his friends uh, decided to come on in, and we had a live Q&A with him. Um, we asked him so many questions. Now, there was a little bit of an issue with connection, so I we fixed I, it. We fixed it. And next time, we're gonna work on getting him a better connection in, in cameras and stuff. But it's now to everyone yeah. out there, he is in Japan. So like when we did it at eleven a.m., it was twelve p.m. there. So he's a little bit of a night alpha when we need him. Um, but that was a fun time. It was uh, a great experience with him today. Um, if you were able to join, if not, you missed out a little bit. But I mean, the same point, he's also working on his English. So, you know, it's pretty good. But um, if you're learning another language, it can always be better. Here's 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 a pro tip. For, we have a lot of listeners across the world. Um, a lot of people that, you know, maybe are learning English and they decided to pick our fucking podcast to replicate. If you understand me right now, don't. But if you're looking for a good step, do not add the word um to your English vocabulary. Oh, I know. We got to work with him on that. This guy, man, every other word was, um, paused with a, like a, a a period of time where nothing was said. And I was like, you know, where you didn't say anything, you do that. um, To break down what he was explaining. He does, but it worked. We got there and it was cool to be, I mean, he did uh, stuff for space dandy and Gundam and all kinds of stuff. So he's been in so many different animations. So it's just cool to see him talk to him. So, uh, so hopefully we can guys, work on that. To give you guys an idea about this gentleman, though, wonderful, kind soul. He wrote a speech for the Q and A. He he had a whole speech lined up. He was like, "I it was spent the most the- Japanese thing I've ever seen. It was great. It, it was very kind. It was very sweet, and it makes me want to visit Japan now." But this guy, he was like, "Yeah, when I was, and I'm definitely paraphrasing here, but he was like, when I was 12, I had a dream that I wanted to be a director." Listen, Paul, when you were 12, you're dreaming about being a fucking astronaut. Damn right. Or a porn star, or something along those lines. Archaeologist. Exactly. Uh, Something cool. This guy literally picked something he wanted to do and stuck to it. And now he is a director of one of the largest animes in the world. Uh, And he's got, what, 2,200 people that work under him? Which is... Directly, yeah. That's crazy. He works like seven days a week, 14-hour days. 14 hours a day. 
and he the managed work to make ethic fun. on this man is incredible <laughs> absolutely not, incredible not to that par i am not i wish i could stay a little bit longer i just i had errands to run um know, but next time it was interesting once we fixed the connection it was much more it was much cooler now that um, now that he's an official part of the the discord server along with some of his friends i told him i said look you can come hang out with us whenever we game in the mornings afternoons you know nights, i was like whenever you're talk. free yeah just hop in we'll we'll teach you how to cuss in english uh, <laughs> i think he learned that from wade probably but anyways guys let's go ahead and roll that intro what happened was we were we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Drunk Discussions. All right, and we are back, guys. Thank you so much for joining Drunk Discussions podcast. If you couldn't tell, we are we're we're going to be talking about a little bit of cheese today. And uh, while we're drinking, while we're drinking, um, I'm heavily allergic to cheese. Just the thought of talking about cheese is making me want to shit. Um, so I will I will hold off on that one. Oh yeah, that's right. You are lactose intolerant. I forgot about that. When when uh, what was it Shorties? Remember Shorties? They had the cheesecake, and I love cheesecake. And so it was chaotic. Cheesecake is also my favorite. But I, when I was, what was it 20, 21? Yeah, it was twenty one, twenty two. We went started going to Shorties, and we were there every single Monday. Um, great time, love the place. They had the fifty cent wings, right? Or was it quarter wing? Oh no, it was. I think it was, it was fifty cent wing. I don't know. Their wings are fire, though. I love Jordy's wings. We had Marshall's Way wings, where oh man, if you if you know oh. how to cook wings, that's the way to have a wing. You're making um, me want wings. My mouth is wada wing. Wada wing. Wada wing. Uh, so, but yeah. Anyways, real quick. I said cheese. Had the cheesecake. Cheese. Had the cheesecake, and I was like, Paul, within seven minutes, I'm gonna have to shit. And he was like, Nah. Set a timer. Mm-hmm. It was solid. It was probably like seven minutes and three seconds. I said, I'm about to squirt. It goes through me, man. It's rough. It does. It's delicious. I didn't believe it. But and ice cream, too. We used to live together and we don't have ice cream. We're like, oh, I don't need it, but I really want some. And he'd eat it. And then in the middle of the night, I could hear him get up and then just downstairs here. Oh, (laughs) it's so loud. What's funny is downstairs. It was a house of three guys, and we could afford to buy toys or buy a little bit lusher food items. Don't get me wrong; we had the occasional hot dog, um, but we bought like ramen. (laughs) ramen. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also not fucking bad. It's pretty good, but we decorated it—you know, eggs and other shit, ham, pork, whatever. But uh, we we bought the expensive ice cream, which like Tom's Talente. Ice cream. That shit's phenomenal, but it's a hundred percent dairy. Like yeah, it's like concentrated titty juice. It went through you. Yes. It was delicious though. But let's get on to the most important topic of cheese that we were talking about today. Or did you want to didn't you say you had cheese related in facts you wanted to share before we get into our main topic of the day? Uh well, uh, I mean the main topic is about the caves, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we should hop into that because I have facts okay, right. on, on cheese caves. So, and, and there, yeah. To those that don't know, in Missouri, there is a cheese cave storage that has almost 7 million pounds of dairy. So, but the thing is, is everyone sees this and they want to go in and dig into some more questions on it. Now, Connery, I think, did the majority of the research on this topic today. I did none of it. So I'm going to let this man explain to you why the hell we have 7 million pounds of cheese just in a cave. Uh, yeah, I did, I did research on cheese caves. But before we get into all of it, I'm going to James May you and educate you, okay? <laughs> if our Top Gear fans will understand that reference. So a cheese cave refers to a controlled environment designed for aging and storing cheese. Now, in Missouri... 
the cheese itself is actually backed on loans. So farmers essentially would make blocks and wheels of cheese and they would give it to the government and the government would store said cheese in exchange for funding, right? So that that explains Missouri. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, but these caves provide the ideal conditions for cheese uh, maturation, uh, maturation, including consistent temperature, humidity, and air circulation. Cheese caves can be natural or man-made, and they've been used for centuries to produce a wide variety. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> uh, he's got a big old burp wow. coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I already got it out. That's what the mute is for. Uh, and they have been used for centuries to produce a wide variety of cheeses with unique flavors, textures, and aromas. Natural cheese caves often exist in limestone or mineral-rich rock formations that help maintain a stable environment. The constant temperature typically ranges between 50 degrees and 55 degrees Fahrenheit, or for out as you know, not American math. Uh, you know, people, uh, 10 degrees to 13 degrees Celsius and high humidity levels, usually around 85 to 95%. Um, I don't know if percents are also the same across the board, but I'm pretty sure they are. So we'll just stick with that number. Uh, they're essential. <laughs> Jesus <for> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. So anyways, uh, that's, that's super important. Anyways, man-made cheese caves, on the other hand, exist. There's basically just fucking rooms. It's just like wine cellars, pretty much. It's man-made wine cellars, but for cheese, and it controls the temperature. So that's why these ones in Missouri were picked. Also, aren't the ones in Missouri are limestone, right? Correct. But there are more famous cheese caves. What do yes. you mean? This is where I'm saying, like, yeah, I did research, but not specifically about the Missouri cheese cave. But I, damn, because like I was told that that's like a big deal. Like a lot of our money. It's just Jay sitting in cheese in the middle of Missouri caves. Yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's billions of dollars of cheese in there. Billions. Of dairy but then again, do they, do they, but they don't spoil. No, it's, it, it's the way it's sealed, and it's in an optimal aging. Cheese doesn't, cheese is spoiled, right? Cheese itself ages, especially the type of cheeses that they're doing. Anyways, so in France, there's the Rock or Roque. Rock, Rockfort Caves in France. They're natural caves known for producing the famous Rockfort blue cheese. The unique mold Penicillium Rockforte, which grows in the caves, is responsible for the cheese's distinct flavor and appearance. I Blue cheese is okay. What's your thoughts I on like blue cheese? I like blue cheese, but only when I'm dipping my wings in it. Yeah, it's not real blue cheese, though. I know it's not. But, I mean, crumbles, I've done crumbles on, you know, burgers. The right amount of blue cheese adds the flavor that you need palette wise you can't you can easily overdo your blue cheese on anything it, sometimes uh, you just need a little bit of out chaotic don't don't fucking google that shit anyways uh chaotic's in chat i googled it Velveeta made a martini the veltini is what it's called and <laughs> i'm disappointed <laughs> i'm i'm very d disgusted by that unless you're like <laughs> dipping in it should be like a uh uh, bloody mary but with cheese you know instead of bloody mary mix so you just dip your bacon in it that, that, that sounds good uh chaotic get back to me on what the hell is in the veltini anyways there's also the comate caves in france the comate a popular hard cheese is aged in the fort sante uh, uh atouine a massive underground bunker converted uh, underground bunker so they man-made bunker made this a cave it's a man-made bunker to hold and store cheese yep it's cheese aging uh the constant temperature and humidity within the fort provide the perfect environment for aging uh there's also uh so i did the top three there's the Coltback caves in switzerland uh the Coltback caves are a 22 million year old sandstone labyrinth used for aging a variety of swiss cheeses such as guerre um Appenzella and Amentel. I'm I fucked up all three of those. I guarantee you. Actually, you're not far off. I feel like you're right. I gotta have that little bit of ooh big summer blowout type of shit in my voice, don't I? Oh, that you're that's it's Switzerland you're talking here, not fucking Sweden, guy. It both uh. start with an S. Uh, the mineral-rich environment in those caves contribute to the unique taste of the cheeses within them. Um, there's also a bunch of other points I have about cheese. Cheese is very fascinating. But there are cheese conspiracies. Oh, there are cheese conspiracies. Five of them that I found. Really? This is a, by the way, this is not a normal podcast that Paul and I do. Like, don't get me wrong. We're still going to go on tangents. You're going to learn. We're going to learn today? I'm You're gonna learning, learn. actually, because I'm not going to lie. I was drinking before this 
I was like, what are we talking about? He's like, we're doing cheese. And I was like, oh, I'm strapping in for this one. Oh, Chaotic got back to me. All right. The drink contains cheese-infused vodka, as well as Velveeta stuffed olives and large Velveeta shells. <laughs> what type of cheese? <laughs> Is it a cheddar? Excuse, excuse me, what? Cheddar-infused vodka, maybe? Cheddar-infused vodka? Well, it could be cheddar. I don't know. It's just, no, he just you, said cheese. It's just Cheeto puffs. They just throw it in there. And just an ingredients into the vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be better if it was probably like a liqueur, you know, a cheese liqueur. Ooh. Thick Did we just creamy come up with mac and cheese liqueur? No, that sounds absolutely horrendous. I mean, you've got Bailey's. Why can't you have, um, we'll call it Chili's? Who are you talking to? My sister called me. I was like, hey, I'm recording. And she's like, oh, shit, have fun. <laughs> Tell her to hop in on the channel. That's what I said, but um, you could <laughs> that, do that you, could, you could do a bunch of like liqueur cheese. I mean, liqueur is a cream-based alcoholic beverage, right? It makes sense. Yes, it does. But can you sit here and drink? Let me ask you this: Imagine you're in your head, and mm. everyone's seen this. Go into a ballpark, and there's that hot cheese machine, and it's just like liquid cheese, right? What, the way you're explaining what I think of <laughs> is just that, but cold. <laughs> like that's that sounds gross. Well, Could you imagine a thick, creamy cheese, like yellow cheese sauce that's in a shot? Oh, I don't know about that, guys. I don't know about that. Oh, he he added to that, and if that wasn't enough, the glass also contain, uh, contains a rim dripping with saucy cheese. Talk about a rim job! Holy shit, that's I a feel different like that type would... of lactose. Yeah. I feel like uh, that would absolutely wreck you. Like, imagine having three of those, and you're just like, Connery would have like four or five. So I feel great. I love this cheese. It's amazing. And he's just fucking blowing up toilets later. I wouldn't even be, if, if depending on the alcohol content, yeah, I drink fucking five of those things. I'm shitting out of both ends. Oh, yeah. You're puking while shitting. That's like food poisoning for yourself. <laughs> oh, what, what happened to you, Connery? I had a Veltini, man. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, think about it. You got a cream based uh, liqueur, right? And you just do. Genie. Think about it. You you drink wine while you have a char our charcuterie board, right? That's right. cheese. Right. Just think about it. You can make. You, instead of mixing Bailey's with your coffee, you mix your che cheesies or whatever but we're going to we fucking go call farther? it with your wine. Why not? Why not just the wine? What about a cheese flavored liquor? Like distilled liquor. What do you do? Fucking take Kraft mac and cheese powder as and your then, brew? <laughs> exactly. Oh. Just throw oh. it in straight whole, like whole pastas in the mash. Weed on weed on weed on weed on weed. That's so fucking gross. You fed a believe it. Anyways. I hate you with the puns today. You're throwing them in there. All right. But to the caves. Is that the biggest, the one in Switzerland is the biggest cheese cave or no? Um, so the largest cheese cave is, um, as you're searching, <laughs> the largest cheese cave in the world is the Marcel Petit Comité cheeses, a uh, facility loaded, uh, located in Fort uh, Sainte Etienne, the 19th century French military. So yeah, it's, it's those caves, uh, but okay. those caves are found near the Swiss border at the Jura Mountains. Uh, the massive underground cheese cave has been converted into a state-of-the-art facility that ages over 100,000 wheels of Comote cheese at any given time. The consistent temperature and humidity, blah, blah, blah. The fort itself covers an area of about 75,000 square feet, or 7,000 square meters, uh, making it the largest known cheese cave in the world. That's insanity. That's a large cave That's a lot of cheese. cheese. That's and you know, I when you think of it, every time I think of wheels of cheese, though, what's the cheese that comes to mind? If you think of wheel of cheese, what do you think of? Uh, the uh, Alfredo cheese. What's that Alfredo cheese called? Parmesan. Yeah, Parmesan. Parmesan yeah. Or, 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 or yeah. But either way, you think Parmesan wheels, right? Every time you see it, and, and they have these big, massive areas in Italy where they have these wheels inside. Um, and the, that, those are small in comparison to the size of these caves. And these Holy caves. shit. 
I'm looking up the weight real quick. So the Parmigiano Reggiano weighs between 66 and 80 pounds or 30 to 40 kilograms. Uh, Gouda is about 26 pounds. Cheddar, 40 to 60. Brie, 6.6 pounds. That's a light wheel of cheese. Uh, the Comote. Well, there's a is, lot of holes in it. <laughs> so the Comote cheese, uh, which we just said that bunker had 100,000 wheels of, weighs anywhere from 80 to 90 pounds. So you have almost 8 million pounds of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. It's a shit ton of cheese. But the thing, okay, so like, how much do you think the world in total has in like cheese weight? How much cheese do you think we have all together? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm gonna no. I was gonna I was gonna Google it and why you were guessing, but you're fine. Uh, I'm gonna uh, know how much cheese the world has at one point. Think about that. Uh, let's see. However, we can look at the global cheese production statistics statistics to get a global idea. By the way, we're using ChatGPT, artificial intelligence, to basically answer a lot of these questions. The worldwide production of cheese was approximately 2.16 million metric tons. <laughs> That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot yeah. of cheese. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have ChatGPT put that in gpt so i don't know why i say b i don't know anyways gpt uh keep talking i am talking that's fine you're, you're um, talking the, the amount of cheese though like i, I want to see I, I feel like this needs to be created into a, a, a meme now like it's just like cheese total cheese amount of cheese compared to size of mount everest i don't know like have oh, a, okay here we go here we go in perspective cheese Two point one six or twenty one point six million metric tons is equivalent to fourteen point four million automobiles. Uh, Fifty nine Empire State Buildings. Wow. Or if you were to stack the one kilogram cheese blocks on top of each other, the height would be two or twenty one point six billion meters, or approximately 1,342 that the times of Earth's circumference. That's absurd! Uh, see, that's what I'm talking about. This needs to be a meme now. We're talking about this, and then it's just gonna have a big-ass 3D, like, you know, a screenplay of this world-sized cheese wheel. That's all I want to see. You gotta believe it, dude. Uh, I, I, if you say that one more time... You're right. That's a monster of a pun, though. Oh, God, the cheese puns today are about to be rough, aren't they? Yeah, the cheese stands on its own. Or provolone. Fuck, I fucked uh, it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you fucking it up made it funnier. So that's fine. You know what Jeffrey uh, Epstein's favorite saying about cheese was? What? Age is of no importance unless you're a cheese. I hate. <laughs> did the chat make that no chat. I, no chat didn't make that i came up with that after reading a cheesy pun i was no, like yeah yeah well it's it's number nine in the list ages no importance unless you're a cheese look if you're a stand-up comedian you can use chat gbt to your benefit i guarantee you that jesus anyways that's what the cheese said Jeez, <clears throat> that's what the cheese had yes oh my god so like with the one in reference to Missouri, right here in yes. the United States, we we have like so much backed. Like the U.S. federal government has cheese back, correctly, like, because it was a subsidy. We bought the cheese to grow the dairy industry, and it kind of backfired. So now it's like the U.S. government's biting a bullet and having a cheese bunker, right? Is that correct? I feel like that's right. So pretty much, we think we fucked up, and we're like, well, we'll bail you out, guys. We'll subsidize your your cheese, you know, increase people, the American people into drinking milk and you got milk and that didn't happen. And now we have a shit ton of cheese in a giant bunker in Missouri. Uh, you keep saying Missouri like it's the only one. It's not. We have more than one cheese bunker? Um, yes. So there's the Murray Cheese Caves located on Long Island City, New York. Uh, there's four temperature and humidity controlled rooms, each designed for aging the fucking cheese the cellars at jasper hill is located in greensboro vermont uh it's a 2200 or sorry my bad 22,000 square foot underground cheese aging facility 
the Crown Finished Caves in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, it's situated in a former logger tunnel of the 19th century. We have some history in our cheese caves. Uh, the the Faribault's Caves, located in Minnesota. How did Kraft become the most like dominant American cheese if we have all these awesome cheese bunkers and cave systems for making good cheese? It's, it, it's just like, do we make anything cheese-wise other than like what people think is American cheese? Like, that's like ours. Everywhere, every other cheese I feel like is from around the world except for in America. We don't have our real like cheese. Because Kraft Singles, it's like, what, 50% real cheese in those fuckers? Not very much cheese. I, I think it's like, what, one compound away from being plastic? Yeah, it's absurd. It's fucking delicious is what it is. It, it's fucking delicious is what it, Those scientists got it right when they created those little thin slices of fucking heaven. Okay, so Kraft Foods was founded in 1903 by James L. Kraft, a Canadian entrepreneur who started his business in Chicago. Um, it's often considered America's cheese because of its history. Uh, Kraft played a significant role in popularizing slavery. No, I'm kidding. Popularizing <laughs> cheese in the United States. <laughs> To make sure you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucked. <laughs> uh, processed cheese is made by combining natural cheese with emulsifiers, stabilizers, and other ingredients to create a product that has a longer shelf. What? Why are they popularized? It's not slavery. I, it's, it no, be. it's just it's the, the simplicity. Maybe they were able to like just no, American comfort more. foods. Yeah, we were able to just make more of them for a cheaper amount. So like more Americans could have that, and it just became our signature staple is the craft slice, single slice. Um, well, but I, I guess it, what I was asking is, like, don't we have, like, a, a cheese that is literally just, other than craft, because, like, it's not real cheese now. Do we I mean, have a cheese that's ours? We don't have a cheese that's ours. No, it's craft. Um, so That's our only cheese option. Yes, because of the long history that it has. So you had 1903... Uh, Kraft Foods was founded. 1920 is when the grilled cheese was invented, which is a lot. That's 103 years ago. Yeah, but sliced bread wasn't far off then either, dipshit. <laughs> sliced bread's been around for forever. You want really? You you really think so? I think. But so. When do you, when do you think sliced bread was? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's related back, way back when. Uh, Otto Frederick by Rowe- 1928, my guy. By Otto Frederick Wetter. The best thing since sli- sliced bread is uh, off of that guy. 1928. Yeah. So, so wait a second. Yeah. How did you- no, no, no. How the <laughs> fuck did you put grilled cheese without sliced bread? You had to cut it yourself. That's a slice of bread then. No, because they were like, you you wouldn't like it. Was when they think sliced bread, it means pre packaged sliced bread, where it was like you could grab a slice. It wasn't like I had to bake a whole fucking loaf, Connery, for you know, 10, 10 hours and then you know, cut up a chunk. And, you know, it was, it was hard to get perfectly thin sliced pieces of bread, let alone that. Fluffy. What the fuck is going on with your mic and camera right now? Why? What's going on with it? What's wrong? There's like a huge delay right now. It was, is there? Say something. Hello, hello, hello. Massive. On what? I don't know. Turn off your camera and turn it back on. Anyways, did you know that Betty White is older than sliced bread? Whoa. Turn it back on. That was weird. All right. Say so am I better now? <laughs> what? No, I don't know. It's broken. Whatever. Fuck it. Change yeah, it, it. It, it's the the switch. Are you talking about like between the cycles on our live? Screen? No, I, I'm not watching us live. I'm watching you on the screen. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh well. So yeah, Betty White's older than sliced bread. Yeah, no shit. That's what I was trying to get at, and then you threw me off. You threw off my groove. You. <laughs> oh fucking hell! All right. So we never talked about cheese conspiracy theories, and I've got to no. So, yeah, let's go back. It was. We were about yeah, to get onto that topic, and I, I just veered us the opposite direction. Sorry. Have you heard of the Cheddar Man controversy? Is this like the Florida Man? Please tell me it was from Florida. Please tell me this Cheddar Man's from Florida. Uh, it's actually Somerset, England. Okay. Anyways, the Cheddar Man is a 9,000-year-old skeleton found in Cheddar Grove, 
uh, or sorry, Cheddar Gorge in Somerset, England. Some people claim that the Cheddar Man's DNA is linked to that of a local school teacher and that the British government is covering up the fact that the Cheddar Man's descendants are still living in the area, possibly to protect the local cheese industry. That's the thing. Oh, so like the owner, the owner that was dead or murdered or whatever, his, his industry went to someone else other than his kin? Uh, so I don't know how Cheddar Gorge is the way it is. Uh, it's given to a well preserved. It's also not even cheese related, other than the fact that it's an industry in that of cheese industry in that Cheddar Gorge. Oh, I'll be damned. The Cheddar Man is the oldest complete human skeleton found in the United Kingdom. Uh, though the analysts, uh, analysis, analysts, I don't know. Uh, of the Cheddar Man's DNA, scientists have learned more about the physical appearance, yada yada. What's uh, the, the, age, man the is, day age? Uh, so his skeleton was found in 1903, but he's a mes- Mesolithic period. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, old. 9,000 oh, years. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In a fascinating discovery, a DNA analyst in the 1997, pretty recent, revealed that a local school teacher named Adrian Target was a direct descendant of the oh, Cheddar Man. You know what? I know about this story. I did. Yes, I read about it. I can't believe I didn't connect this. It is a, a Neanderthal. It was a Neanderthal gene, and it's uh, yeah, they it's were the oldest found, the oldest found yeah. in the United Kingdom. And no, they did. They eventually did do the DNA test, and he is related. They are. He is a relative of the cheddar man and there's about a nine to ten there's a ten thousand year difference yeah. minimum uh no it says that yeah you're I actually right that Shared story a, i read that. A common male ancestor from about ten thousand years ago that finding highlights a deep-rooted ancestry of some britons and the continuity of the population in the region yeah so yeah it's the cheddar man there's also a secret cheese societies Okay, let's get to the cheese. That, I mean, that had nothing to do with cheese at all, just other than the fact that the town is named after cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So there are secret societies. Uh, well, there's talk of secret societies that guard ancient cheese recipes and techniques. Some suggest that the, these societies keep the secrets of cheese production from the public to maintain control over the market or to preserve the uh, mysterious surrounding types of cheese. So you really think Big there's like a little evil person in the background going like, yes, I'm going to control all the cheese in the world. No, your, I don't your, think. Your mom's in chat. What mama? What's she what? saying? She doesn't make sense. What are we watching? Voice and camera are in sync together. Like washing dishes? Watching? I don't, I don't know. Maybe what she's saying watching? it's back in sync. Oh no, you're you are back in sync. Threw off my groove. Um <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh so think about it. That makes sense. If so cheese in, essentially, we've already talked about it, is a form of currency, right? Governments get cheese from the farmers and other people in order to pay out the cheese. Yeah, Who's, imagine purchasing things with just cheese wheels. I mean, that's a, a high source of protein and you know, cholesterol, I don't know, whatever. So, yeah, it's a, you're able to have a lot of food. I mean, I'd barter for food, and I'm a fat ass, so I'd love that. If someone's like, hey, you need this food, it's the best cheese in the world, give me some ammo, I'll be like, all right, bet, here you go, trade. You know what's crazy? The sooner, or the longer it takes for a catastrophic event, world-ending event, that becomes to a point that mon- money no longer matters, gold wouldn't even matter. It becomes Jeez. a bar... A bartering Cheese system? might be the bartering system, sir. The longer it takes, though, the more valuable said cheese is. Because it's continuing to age and become finer and finer. You're not wrong. Oh, shit. That means it's just going to go up in value. Everyone, drop what you're doing. No longer invest in crypto. Invest in cheese. Stop eating cheese and just put it in your pocket and then store it in a 80-degree uh, cave. Or 50 degree cave, 85% humidity. That'd be a moldy ass cheese, my guy. I guess you could, if if you wanted to make your own cheese cave, you could dig like, I don't know, six, 10 feet underground, right? And then put a humidor down there that keeps at about 80% humidity. I thought I locked that door. That's weird. Oh, what are you doing, you crackhead? Oh, okay. Do you see there's a gremlin right now? 
you're muted. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, why is your door just opening? Am I the only one that's freaking out right now? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I thought I locked the door. Oh, she used a bobby pin to unlock the door. You clever girl, clever, clever girl, clever girl. <laughs> Uh, we all know about the moon. Oh, the wait, the moon being made of cheese, saying that the made children, out of cheese. Yeah. yeah, that was a children's story. That was a book back in the day. That's just like the cow jumping over the moon. Uh, government cheese manipulation. No, that that I want to know about. Do you have this information? You can't just be throwing out government cheese manipulation without giving me more. So some conspiracy theorists believe. That governments control or manipulate the cheese industry for various reasons, such as promoting certain types of cheese to benefit specific dairy producers, or using cheese as a means to control the population through dietary influence. Huh. Which makes I was sense. Say, with everything that happened when we were talking about in Missouri, you know, and you know, there's being subsidized that dairy industry and being subsidized by the U.S. government. That kind of makes sense. It's in the sense that we, the government owns dairy; they own cheese. Uh, examples of policies and programs related to agriculture and food supply. One such example is the government cheese program in the United States. Sorry. Yeah. During the now. Yeah. I like snorted in. Anyways, during, during the 1980s, the U.S. government purchased a large quantity of dairy products, including cheese, as a part of a program to support dairy farmers and stabilize dairy prices. This surplus cheese was distributed to low-income families and other welfare programs through the Temporary Emergency Food Assistance Program, or TFAP, which is another thing Britons do when they're jerking off. You call it a TFAP. Yeah, um, fuck off. I make this shit up on the fly. Anyways, on the, the fly. The cheese handed out uh, and was processed cheese. Wait, sorry. I just had a brain fart. The cheese handed out was a processed cheese product. Oh, craft. Way to go, bud. Uh, and it became quickly known as government cheese. <laughs> and craft was our government cheese, huh? Yeah. The program was criticized for contributing to unhealthy diets wait and obesity. No, no, no. Wait a second. Are those, does Kraft make the cheese packets in the MREs still? Because if they do, you Google cheese, it while I continue I am. to read. If they do, that cheese single handedly has backed up majority of the United States <laughs> military. Uh, the program was criticized for contributing to unhealthy diets and obesity as the cheese provided was high in fat and sodium. We know that. Uh, while the government cheese program was a real historical event, it does not necessarily support the conspiracy theory of government manipulation in the cheese industry. Instead, it demonstrates a government policy aimed at supporting the agricultural sector and providing assistance to low-income families. Just like we did with crack. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. My God, that what? makes so much sense. So Kraft, Kraft is the reason they're the ones that make the cheese and the cheese powder like components and in sold it to the military or that were in the MREs and for instant powder, like mac, mac and cheese powder. So they made that and that's the reason. Oh my God, no wonder I was backed up for so long. Well, that would explain how Kraft became America's cheese. Yeah. They backed the war. That's why Harley Davidson's the shit. They backed the war, man. That's why Toyota Tacomas are huge in Iraq. They backed the war. Backed the <laughs> war. Do you fuck with the war? Do you fuck with the war? Uh, let's see. Yeah, so I did. I, uh, chatbot confirms. Chatbot That's confirms crazy. Thing. I, That's crazy. If, if chatbot starts making money, we got to get sponsored. Yeah. Come on, uh -huh. chatbot. Sponsor us. I mean, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all up for TFAP. Uh, we need to call up our buddies over in the UK and be like, hey, do you call it that? And he was like, well, uh, maybe we could be the letter Kenny of... We gotta get Deadly on, for real. We need to send him yeah. a mic. We do. Me and you. I told him months ago that we would, like, split it. He's a poor motherfucker, and I hope he hears that. There's one more conspiracy theory that I have. One more? One more. Is it worth so, it? Is this the best of all theories? Actually, I like the I like the TFAP a little bit more now that I oh, fuck off. That's just because you fucking winged it. Uh, I just I, it could have right, been any Gouda. Let's hear. I no no more cheese puns. You're cut off, Dad. Let's oh. hear this cheese related conspiracy. So cheese contains traces of mold, right? That's how it becomes cheese. 
Um, so there's the mold-based mind what do you control. Mean? Like blue cheese. It's fucking mold. What do you mean? Anyways, a far-fetched <laughs> conspiracy theory claims that certain mold strands used in cheese production can cause mind-altering effects and that the governments or other organizations might use these molds to control people's minds. See, that's the shit that makes me not sleep at night. Think about it. You they have could, mold. They could. Because mold does that. And honestly, we've all now seen um, La- The Last of Us, is that right? So that shit now get, makes you thinking. Because like that very first, the very first well, that was five minutes of... Yes, I get it. But the first five minutes really gets you thinking. The entire show, entire series... It's them talking about climate change, warming, now all of a sudden mold, you know, these molds and fungi are able to to morph and adapt. And it's just like, dude, that's the shit that you just don't want to fuck with. Do you fuck with the forever work? tripping sack? I mean based off of cheese? I don't know about that. Cheese is good, but I think so you're telling me though the lactose intolerant people would be the survivors of the end of the world. <laughs> no, you uh you ever remember uh, the game Left for Dead? Uh, yes. Yes. So there was the ones that were walking around that were really big, and they would throw up on you and the shit bloaters. and stuff. The bloaters. That's the that's the dairy for that's the that's the ones that eat the cheese. <laughs> that's you. That's Just you in the ones. Yeah. That's you in the po- the apocalypse. You cocksucker. <laughs> oh, I do have a little bit more information in regards to points related to cheese making, aging, and storage. If you'd like to talk really? about that, yeah, not really, but I bet our viewers do. <laughs> so, okay, my question is: is is talking it revolved... educational? Yeah, we're talking educational for this for this shit for this cheese. Never thought we would have a cheese related episode, but we here we are. I uh, had. Is the, I want you to explain out. Is there a way? Like, what's the difference of cheeses? Is there classes of cheeses? Because I've never known that, known that. Is there a like different? A, yeah, like a valuation of cheeses. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a? Is there is cheese class like different classes of cheese? Because like, there's some that are soft. There's some that are hard. There's some that are holy. Do they classify cheese differently? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, You're you, just saying that. Yes, no, I'm saying it because it's typing it out for me now. Uh, There are various factors such as texture, milk type, aging process, and country of origin. So based on the texture, you have fresh cheese. Um, It's a high moisture content, content, making them soft and spreadable, like my legs. Uh, You have soft cheeses. (laughs) Also, uh, more or less semi-soft cheeses, but are aged for a short period. Uh, Examples are Brie or Taleggio. Taleggio? I don't fucking know, yo. Uh, and then you have soft, semi-soft cheeses, which is how I sit right now. Um, <laughs> these cheeses are typically aged for a short time and have a smooth, creamy texture, like me. This is um, the most dad, <laughs> dad pun, dad joke involved episode ever, and it's because of the cheese. Look, this this is making me want to cut the cheese right now. I'm I'm reading so much about cheese. You can lick my Fumunda cheese. Oh my god, there it's still going, dude. There is so many different classifications. You have hard cheese, blue cheese, cow's milk cheese, goat milk cheese, sheep milk cheese, buffalo milk cheese, fresh cheese, aged buffalo cheese, milk cheese, cheese is I Italian think that's cheese, semen. Swiss cheese, English cheese, American cheese. So those are classifications of cheese. There's a lot, a lot of cheeses. Um, American cheeses, though. You were asking about American cheeses. The United States has its own unique cheese varieties, such as Monterey Jack, Colby, and Vermont Cheddar. Oh, we do have Vermont Cheddar. That's right. Okay. Thank you, America, representing the cheese industry with them three. I forgot about those. To be fair. I was like, if it's just craft, I'm kind of disappointed. Can you make cheese out of breast milk? You're asking asking the great questions, chaotic. Is that your wife? Oh, no, it's chaotic. Yes, you no. can. You uh, can do it. It is technically possible to make cheese out of breast milk as it contains necessary components such as proteins and fats needed for cheese production. The process of making che- Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Breast milk has a different composition than that of cows, goats, or sheep milks. Uh, the protein and fat content in breast milk are typically lower than that of other types of milk. Um, Breast milk is a bodily fluid that may carry bacteria or viruses, so proper handling and storage are crucial to ensure safety and hygiene. So it's not like you, pee. You got to pick out the, the 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 high quality women 
that milk. The high that they can't have that infected breast milk. Whoa, 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 Paul. We we need to have non-misogynistic cheese <laughs> brands over here. Okay. Um, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there are legal and ethical concerns though to it. Uh, as far as milking your wife and turning it into a cheese. So chaotic, if you'd this like is... to give her a go, swing <laughs> yeah, at it. Please let us know how that turns out and then send us an email. Yeah, oh, let me know man. if it's easily spreadable. You may be onto something, dude. <laughs> Fuck me. God damn it. All uh, because of cheese. All because uh, of cheese. I'm, I'm junk. And now I just want to eat cheese. Is that's the problem? <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about is cheese. I mean, technically, my wife is producing. Hey, Lord, I need you to oh, make no. some cheese for me. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so there is door opens. I'll just get right on that. She just starts milking. Um, oh. But yes, you can make cheese out of your. Um, I I your think food that, milk. I think you guys need to try this and let us know how this uh, endeavor goes. Uh, I've heard that breast milk is sweet. I don't know. Don't know how that that's like, but uh, I'm a formula baby. I I have more than once tasted breast milk because as a father, if I'm warming up breast milk, I, I have mean to, like, you know might as well if it's like, good. Uh, might, yeah, don't lie to me. Look me in the eyes right now. Yeah, it tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. At least mine, or my wife's does. Um, it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. It's the bait. You're you're just stealing the baby's food. You're just like, honey, round two. I mean, <laughs> I, I, look, you, uh, and like I said, you got to taste us to make sure it's not gone bad, right? Because the last milk that we had, if they went through a fucking hurricane. If it's straight out the nipple, it shouldn't be bad. No, 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 you freeze milk. How do you think a wife or your, your significant other goes and has free time and you watch the baby, Paul? You ain't giving them your titty. No, I, you were not wrong. You're not wrong. But this, she doesn't ever, like, she just, all she does is milk then. We're getting involved in, in Lauren's breasts now. Okay, um, <laughs> let me let me. I'm gonna regret this, guys. Hold on just a second. Bear with me. How do you make cheese? Making cheese involves necessary steps such as acidification, coagulation, draining, pressing, and aging. How would I make human breast milk? Cheese? Question mark. <laughs> this is all you're all asking an AI, a new creation to come up with this. Oh, all right, here we go. You guys ready? We got ingredients. We've got equipment needed. Instructions. Everything. <laughs> That's upsetting and so scary. <laughs> Hold on. You need two liters of fresh, high-quality human breast milk. That's the ingredient list. Cheese starter culture, cheese reddened, salt, optional. You need a large pot thermometer, cheesecloth, cheese molds or container, cheese press, optional, or and a refrigerator. Pour the breast milk into a large pot. This is this is a whole list. I feel like out. I have to get banned. <laughs> Wait, how much, Lauren, Lauren, how much breast milk do you have stored right now? I don't think we have two liters. And even if we do, I ain't going to use it all. You're doing it. I know you. You're going to do it. Okay. Uh, Chaotic, he put for the boys in the chat. That's basically a double dog dare. So I (laughs) guess I got to. Yes. Both of you. First one to do it. Get something for free. I don't care what. I'll get back to you on that one. Anything from the store. You want me to pick you up anything from the store? Gallon of milk, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Daddy disappeared. I need some cigarettes. You know what would be funnier? No, I'm not even going to say that one out loud. No. That, sometimes you really have to think before you speak. It's difficult. I don't have a problem yeah, I with this. was like, oh, no, that would get me canceled so canceled. fucking quick. <laughs> we already towed a line sometimes with you, Connery. Human breast milk cheese. Oh. Uh, anyways. <laughs> there are multiple. Um... Yeah, no, that's what I've got. That's cheese, guys. That's, that's cheese. That's cheese. I, that's absurd. We had a crazy cheese episode. Um never thought we would ever have an episode like this uh we're gonna have to make a cheese logo now just for this just for this episode cheese related everything for science knowing oh. connor he's gonna have some type for of science. fun involved i walked in here with all of our breast milk oh, I told that's at least science. that's at least two, two liters. liters fuck off we need two liters of breast milk for 
guys, as listeners, his wife just walked in, not carrying one, but two giant bins filled with breast milk containers. And your baby's well fed, Connor. I'm just saying your your baby is well fed. 30 30 containers of seven ounces of breast milk each. So 30 times seven. I mean, yeah, we've got over a gallon of milk. No, we've got a gallon can, of milk. 120 you can ounces. Totally is... Make human breast cheese. Yeah, we can make breast milk cheese out of this if it's you'd like to try. Gross. You'd have to thaw it. Fucking gross. I uh, know. This took okay. a weird turn. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. Remember, when life gets cheesy, just grate your teeth and keep on smiling. Thanks for listening. I fucking hate you. That's Don't all the mad. puns you got. That's the last one you want to end with. Um, I mean, I, I can probably make like 10 more real quick. No, if you I'm done. Go. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hitting us up. Join in, uh, like, follow, subscribing. It's because of you while we do this. So keep telling, spreading the word and helping us grow. If you're bricked up from listening to this episode, just remember it's time to wrap it up. Like it's a big old block of cheddar. Okay. We hope you enjoyed <laughs> the episode of this cheese stands alone until next time. Stay curdled. And with that, we bid you farewell. Don't forget to cheese and say cheese and smile. As we say in the cheese making biz, it's time to cut the curd and call it a day. That's the way to do it. I love Bravo. you guys. Bravo. All right. Uh, yeah. No, seriously. If you'd like to listen to us, you can find us live every single Saturday at uh, twitch.tv forward slash drunk discussions. Uh, we do the live podcast there. It gets uploaded to YouTube typically the same night. Uh, and then Monday it's released. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts can be found. If you enjoyed this episode next week, we're probably not talking about cheese. We try to keep it, you know, broken up. But uh, if you want to throw in topics for us to talk about, we will. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was a feta episode. All right. We're done with the puns. And if you keep using them after this, I'm going to hit you. Until next time, remember to be happy and spread the love of all things cheese.